0: all right back here on the sports grind presented by docecchi's broadcasting here from the hazel Sky online studios 1-800-707-9760 and this next segment is going to be sponsored by Stoli Vodka, established in 1938. All right. They have handcrafted a in yeah, the award-winning Stoli Vodka has held the bar high for quality, combining innovation with century-old traditions to create something bold, refreshingly modern, and exceptionally classic. That's Stoli Vodka, official sponsor of the sports crown. Yeah, that's impressive at 52, man. And with a billion in the bank and married to Beyonce. That's not a... Um, that's, I mean, that's, that's Jordan, Tiger, Brady, that stuff like that, where you just still like, I just want to be the best. Business. I just want to, you know, win. I am hearing he don't even charge for features anymore. He just does not for people. He wants to do that. That's when you know, because technically you got a lot of young guys they charge about a hundred, 150 for a feature. He could easily get about three, 350 if he wanted to. But anyway, all right, back to the rest of y'all. Okay, some of y'all know what we're talking about. Some of y'all are like what? What is this? Okay. Um. All right. Checking back in with Facebook Live. Uh. Yeah. Carlos Villarreal is checking in. Shout out from Uvalde. Thank you. Thank you for listening, Uvalde. Um. You know, of course, Uvalde's strong there. You know, they've been through a lot in this past months. You know, high school opened up with a victory their first game. That was that was touching. What a comeback on that one, too. You know, yeah. Uh, Casey Robb is checking. He says, yo, Cal, come Monday, Bartlett better have big Thomas. everybody. Get your roll on. Luther's roll out on deck. Laughing emojis. He's referring to because he knows Bartlett bleeds uh, burnt orange and uh, UT. And then, um, you know, who knows? Stranger things have happened. But I just don't, I mean... I don't know. You know, I don't know. I mean, I didn't really want to watch any of that Monroe game cuz I didn't really like, man, this is not going to tell me. Nothing. I'll wait till week 2. I'll wait till the uh to the uh Beatles come into town to Austin. The traveling band, you know. But hey, it's not going to define them. Our kids are going to fight hard, but this <laughs> this this is this game will not <laughs> define us. Talking like a press, I'm like, "Man, are you at UT or uh, I don't know uh, T Martin? Uh, you know, Division Two school, whatever the hell you want to call it. Like, what are you, you're not at the University of Texas, Sark. What are you talking about, man? This is not going to define us. Well, that's the obvious. I mean, it's a non-conference game, but you're supposed to answer that. This is the reason why you come to coach and play at uh, University of Texas to play programs like Alabama. He's the only coach probably active that would have answered that that way. What kind of confidence is he instilling in his bunch? Okay. First of all, it's in their advantage already. It's 11 o'clock kickoff. I mean, I don't know what it is with the Big 12 or Texas. It's just like the Red River game. Like, you know, how about putting some of these rivalry games in prime time? Like I've always said, I understand you have the state fair. You got all that. But you know what? Because I promise you this. Okay. See, I'm in, I'm addressing an empty class because we're not on in Austin, but maybe they're streaming in that way. But I will tell you this. When they make that move to the SEC, I promise you, eventually that game between OU and Texas is gonna be played under the lights. It's gonna happen. You know, I don't know what they gotta do with the state fair, but in big boy country, where there's the iron bowl, okay. Whether it's Death Valley in LSU, some of the big games in the big boy conference are played under the lights. So automatically, they got advantage Saturday. They start at 11. Okay. Nick ain't even had his little Debbie snack in the morning in his cup of coffee. By 11, he usually has that close to probably noon. Yeah, that's how in-depth I am in that program. Okay. The man teaches you about life. Adversity. Stay in focus. Stay the course. Okay. Stay the course. A lot of people ain't built to do that, but fishermen always recognize another fisherman afar.
1: Come on, Texas! I need you this weekend.
0: Well, you have to. We want a competitive game. I mean, the fans looking at home. You don't know, want blowouts ain't no fun. That's the reason I don't care about Week One. And they and yes, whether it's Alabama or whoever this schedule, little sisters of the poor, it just doesn't make any sense. All right, so we talked about that with Knox getting paid and the expectations of Buffalo. Before we get into some of these divisions, we got some other developing news that's coming down the wire NFL-wise that Adam Schefter tweeted out. What is Adam talking about? So uh, right before we finished off that last hour there,
1: Adam Schefter tweeting out, Lamar Jackson told reporters today that his deadline to get a contract extension done with the Ravens is now on Friday.
0: Um, this is in real time because I'm seeing this in real time. It wasn't on the docket because this just the news just broke a while ago. Uh, But when I hear this and I see this, the first thing that comes to mind to me when I hear that is the fact that what I kind of brought up last week might still be out there as a possibility. And that is the fact that Lamar doesn't take that feel without a contract, a new contract. And I talked about it yesterday. I I'd slept on this. I've kind of been quiet on it all off season, not knowing which way I knew he was representing himself and his mother. But you know, and also know the guy loves his team and loves his teammates. But I was like, I, I never really considered, but then I start thinking like, wait a minute, if I'm his agent, if he had an agent, there's no way with money being passed out to quarterbacks this offseason and I'm an MVP and I've gotten, you know, and I've stayed clean. No troubles off the field. There's no way I am taking the field with our new contract. So what that tells me, what Adam is, because if you move the deadline, but it also goes eventually, like if you have a guy, if you tell a bully, like, hey, you keep picking on me, I'm going to kick your ass. Once you say that, you have to either be prepared to get your ass kicked or you kick their ass. So this is one of those things that if he's moving, if he's already told him the 1st of September and we're past that and he's given an extension, then that lets me know that there is a possibility and they got the jet suite one, right? There's a possibility um, that he could hold out at the last minute. So if you're
1: Harbaugh, and you're knowing this, and of course, Harbaugh is not the one that's putting together contracts and making that happen. It happens at the front office. Are you getting Tyler Huntley ready just in case you need him on Sunday?
0: I think, if I'm not mistaken, Tyler Huntley's been there a few years now. Um, he knows the system. I would say that really not to alarm anything. I mean, I think you would probably prepare like Lamar is going to be there. I mean, I'm pretty sure Harbaugh, his coach, they've had these type of talks probably. Uh, But I think due to the fact that he's been there a couple years, he would be ready even if it comes down to the last minute. I mean, we're Wednesday. We're midweek right now. This is when teams start putting in game plans for Sunday. Okay. Um, I feel like if that's going to happen, we'll probably know by Friday. It could probably be a news dump Friday, either right after we go off air, while we're like, hey, supposedly Lamar's without a contract. He's not playing in week one. And I'm telling you, if that's the case, it's all bets off in regards to that North. You know, I liked him to win, but it depends. Because, But I will tell you this, if he does this, Scotty and the guys up there, it ain't going to take him that long to get that contract. Because really, I think it comes to a point, you know, especially when you're talking about handling business. And football is a business to these guys. Sometimes people can take your kindness and your loyalty and they can take that for granted. Assuming that you're always going to be there to bail them out, that you're always going to be there and help them. They take that for granted. And I think a little bit, you know, the Ravens organization right now, because he is a good guy, he loves, sleeps, and you know what, football? They're like, man, Lamar going to play. So maybe the, the, it, it could tell me it. I will tell you that it will come a surprise to that organization if he's not there on Sunday. Now, his teammates. Oh, huh, don't worry about that. Lamar got credit in his teammate. They riding with him. Regardless. He could sit out four weeks and they won't hold it against him because he's got that locker room and everybody knows he deserves to get paid. But that update from Adam just lets me know if he really moved the deadline. Then that because ha- to me, if you're not going to be willing to do that, don't set a deadline and don't move it. They called your bluff on the first one, no reports you hadn't showed up. Supposed to be now you're setting up if they don't get a contract by Friday's the deadline. When's the deadline again? He set the deadline for Friday. Okay, if they don't get a contract to him by Friday, if I'm Lamar Jackson, I have to sit, you have to get Huntley. And you've got to go take on your former Super Bowl winning quarterback, Joe Fluco and the New York Jets. And then call me when y'all are ready to talk. I'm going to spend some time with my mama. So
1: to that point, do you think that if this wasn't the Jets this weekend, that maybe the team might feel more pressed to have a deal done? They don't feel like, like, because if you feel like the Jets, especially without Zach Wilson, okay, maybe Huntley goes out there, gets it done, defense takes care of business, and you beat the New York Jets. But if this was maybe uh, you know your week two opponent, it's a home game, the Dolphins, or if you were, or if this was, or if you had the Bills instead of week four, you had them week one. Would that have pressed the the organization to be you know maybe take Lamar's uh, considerations a little bit more uh, seriously?
0: I think they're already to that point. I mean, when you have a franchise quarterback and you've all, and I've told this story before, uh, but I'll say it to tell the new listeners this: um, you you know. They did everything, and committed and changed everything when they drafted this kid. Okay, out of Louisville, they changed their style. I mean, Harbaugh and and Ozzie. Well, Ozzie, this was his last draft out of there before he retired. But they really Harbaugh really they made up a. And I've I've read about this, but Harbaugh made up his mind. Like you know what, we're gonna show the league that these guys that get a bad rap that they're either mobile they run. Or they can't do this. So then we're gonna we're gonna design an offense and show people you can win and compete and win games like this. So they had to commit to their whole style of this. Even their backup quarterback is going to have to be similar to what Lamar can do. But I, to answer your question, no, I think they're already at the point. They've already been at the point where they've got to hurry up. Like There's an urgency there. Because at the end of the day, let me tell you something. Uh, Huntley takes that field, even though you're playing against a young Jets team, minus their starting quarterback. I mean, evidently the Jets, their front office listens to the sports grind too, through our heart, because they came out today and said, oh, uh, we're going to go with Flacco for four weeks. Oh, yeah. Okay. If radio guy can figure that out, I don't know why y'all leaking out. Oh, he's practicing. Then if that's the case, then he's just another Baker Mayfield. Y'all just, say, hey, roll it to the wheel, follow our We ain't sticking with him. No, I don't think that's the case with him. Take your time. But let me tell you something. Hunley takes that field against the Jets, and even though you got a Statue of Liberty out there and Joe Fluco on the center, that's a 50-50 game. That's a 50-50 game. The, the, the Ravens offense, again, you can have the 1985 Bears. You can have the 2001 Baltimore Ravens. Or you can have the 2016 Denver Broncos, three of the best defensive teams in NFL history. The stats back it up. Okay, you can have those defenses now and you're not winning a game in the National Football League with these rules and these officials. You're not winning a game based off a defense. You're not winning games on that. If you take Lamar away from that with a bunch of young receivers, too. I mean, we keep talking about Green Bay's young receivers, but we ain't even talking about the young guns that, that he's going in with the Ravens. You know why we ain't talking about it? Because Lamar ain't bitched about it yet. He hadn't hold a whole team meeting like Aaron. Hey, man, hold on. I know I didn't play, but we need to talk. Like, what you want, Aaron, man? Like, you didn't even really want to be with us. I bet you when they walked out of that meeting, I understand that's Aaron Rodgers, but like, this, this SOB got some nerve. Showing up here looking like Nichols Cage and he wants to call a wide receivers meeting when he didn't even play in a preseason game? Because you ain't heard Lamar bitch about it, about his receiver. He, I mean, I would tell you that Green Bay probably got better receivers than even young than they got over there. So if you take him out of there and put Huntley, oh man, that AFC North is just going to be a cluster, you know what? It is. Because everybody's got issues. You know who's going to sleep through the back door of Lamar holdout for three or four weeks? Omar Epps brother. Mike Tomlin and Trubisky. And you're going to hear like, "Bam, we didn't see this in Chicago. This is a different Mitch. Yeah, now he sucks. And their offensive line is trash. That's why y'all didn't see it. And he still took them to the playoffs. Mitch ready to go, man. He's ready to go. And I think that Steelers team is ready to go. If they can get it, because there's no pressure on them. There's really no pressure on them. 1-800-707. 9760. All right. So today on um, the ones we've got to get to on our divisions, we've got the AFC. We did the AFC North yesterday. Um, I'm going to watch those odds, too, over the next few days with this news developing with Lamar. Uh, we did the South. Okay. So now we've got to do the AFC East, the AFC West, and the NFC East. Let's start with the NFC East. Okay. Let's start there um first of all and you know what i because i was talking about the north but you know what there's quite a few divisions man that nobody's fa- that you've got a few divisions where everybody's plus in the betting world They're like no one's mind no one's favorite it's a bunch of pluses so you're gonna hit positive money whoever you just pick the right one but if you look at this division this is one of them you know no minus with everybody's plus let's start with the team that i think is going to finish last and let's go to the Big Apple and the New York Giants. I think Barkley has a bounce back year. Hopefully, he can stay. If he if he gets hurt this year, then just hey man, go to the booth, brother. Just ain't it ain't meant Bust. to go, go go back to Penn State. Get a coaching job if you can, Run his back coach. But if you don't complete, like if, especially if it's season ending, I, that's just that's the man upstairs telling you, brother, we got a better plan. I got a better plan for you. I think Barkley will have a bounce back year. But I also think Tyrod Taylor will be replacing Daniel Jones by week six, eight at the latest. They've hung on to Daniel. They haven't done what Miami did for Tua. They haven't even done what the Eagles have done for Hurts. All the ownership came out and said, you know what, we don't really feel like, you know, that we have really set him up. To be successful, to really know if he can play in this league. Okay, you said it, but you still didn't damn near don't do anything. They're getting ready for this class coming out. I think the Giants bring up the rear in that division. What's right. their number? Their number's coming in at it plus eight hundred. Which is not too bad. It's a long shot, but it ain't that bad. It's gonna be plus thirteen, fifteen hundred. The team, let's go to Yeah, about to come on break, but we're going to go to third place. Okay. This is a tough one because you really can't tell. I mean, the division is really a crapshoot. It always ends. But I'm going to go with third place. And I'm going to go with the Washington football team. And they're going to be better. I think Carson Wentz, he can only be better. I don't think he can get any worse from what he did the last few games. I don't even think it was that bad with Carson last year. I just think the last two games, with what was riding on the line, made a lot of people just poo-poo on what he did for the Colts the previous weeks. But the, Colt, but the, but the Colts had laid their self in the bed, too, so we'll see what happens. But let me elaborate on that, and I'll give you the top two in the NFC East when we get back and we'll get to the other divisions. So listen to the Sports Grind presented by Doseckis. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios Calvin Casey Jonas Clark producer we'll be back professionalism, respect, accountability, and communication. These are the values at Tiger Sanitation, serving the needs of the greater San Antonio area. From residential to commercial waste and recycling services, Tiger Sanitation works hard to keep the communities they serve safe and clean. After all, as a local family-owned business, their families live, shop, and play here too. For more, visit tigersanitation.com. Tiger Sanitation, official sponsor of The Sports Grind. sponsor of the sports crime all right, back here on the sports grind presented by Dosecki's, broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, 1 800 707 9760. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Specs Wines and Spirits. Specs Wines and Spirits and Finer Foods has been a Texas family owned destination for selection and saving since 1962. It's your one stop shop with literally thousands of wines, spirits, and been at everyday low prices as well that is specs wines and spirits official sponsor of the sports grind and official partner of your dallas cowboys as well too that is specs what you got time to stock up for week one yeah week one definitely go get your zing zang your stole your dose there's a spec they're all they're over food inspects too by the yeah, way yeah they're all over texas so you'll definitely have one to be listening in the radius in the markets we're on there definitely one near you um, okay. Speaking of Dallas and that division, let's get back to it. So Washington, I think they're going to be competitive. I don't, I think they're going to be able to sneak and get some wins possibly against Dallas or Philly or whatever, but somebody has got to finish third. So I'm going to basically go with Washington and it just comes down to, I mean, really honestly, I've got a. have never really been a really big, big believer um, in Ron Rivera. Um, you know, in regards to just in tough situations unless he just got a superior quarterback like Cam Newton the year they went to Super Bowl or one of those teams, and I just think there's some question marks in this team. And, you know, again, I'll I'll tell you this, and I've said it all along. It is hard to win in professional sports if you don't have good management managementship and ownership. It's just hard. It trickles down to the field. I mean, it it really does. You can't win without an owner, and you can't win with, without good ownership. You just don't, Not especially not in the National Football League. And that's the reason why I think it's a lot for them to overcome. They will be competitive. I mean, if Carson gets it, and, and I also think it's not really his mechanics, and it's, it's between the ears with Carson. But I do think the Carson Wentz bashing last year was overrated and overkill based off of the Colts in general with those two games that they had. It was like they were already going in the season with, oh, I don't know, man, Carson Wentz Philly, you know, Nick Foles took over, Doug Peterson didn't talk. You were already going into that as this isn't going to work. Nobody said anything for the most part of the season, but when they got to the last two and they lost, it was all his fault. Like he had a horrible, you go look his numbers, he really didn't have that horrible of a season based off their run first type of team anyway. But they got to finish third. So, and they're coming in at plus 575, plus 575. All right. So, it leads us down with two, okay? And I'm going to tell you one's plus 145 and one's plus 120, okay? The 120 is the best odds in the division. Des is telling you their favorites. I've been telling y'all for months that I was not a big fan of the way Dallas Cowboys offseason went. I don't believe on paper, and again, things aren't worn on paper. I get it. I don't believe that they, on paper, are as good as they were or the good as that team that lost against the 49ers. I don't. You don't lose a pass rusher, okay, in Gregory, even though you played some years without him, but he had a hell of a year last year. Got paid. You don't lose that production because that can that can affect again the the the, the situation and you know maybe it possibly does maybe it doesn't. Then you've got um, you know the other cat over there, uh, the, the the Demarcus Lawrence, the first one that got paid. Now Demarcus, just from looking, he looks like he's in the best shape he's been since he's been a pro. He's really worked on his diet off season. He's really done. But then we go back to what we were talking about the Ravens. What we we're talking about Green Bay. We've got a situation with a bunch of young receivers, okay? CD Lamb, their best receiver, dealing with the foot injury. I hope it's not this Liz Frank that's in the water, but there's some foot issues he's been dealing with. He'll be ready to go, but the, I don't know if he's 100%. And, you, and it, it's a lot of pressure on Dak. And, again, you had to go get somebody 40 years old off the couch, a former a hated person of a team in Philly, to come fix a problem that you should have fixed two or three years ago by the name of Tyrone Smith, but he was a Jerry guy. I've taken those components, and the one biggest deciding factor in my decision, nobody since the big fat red man that's down in Kansas City Nobody since Andy Reid has roamed the sidelines in the NFC East to have won this division two years in a row. It never happens. It just it is what it is. And I can't believe that compared. to I, That's hard for me to believe because how bad the division is, man. How come no one's sitting there? Nobody everybody's just getting hot, man, and passing the dice. Seven out. Be hot rolling for just four right Seven out. So that alone. I'm going to take the plus 140, plus 145. And I'm going to put that team in second. And that's your Dallas Cowboys. I kind of bought into, uh, I mean, part of this is the big, no one's won this division twice. That's number one. Number two now, the other part of it is Philly's got a, a Dallas owns Philly in the last, they they swept their ass and they haven't really been that close in the last 3-4 years Dak since he's been the star he owns Philly I don't care if it's Carson Nick Foles Jalen Hurts it doesn't matter but I've bought into it I have bought into all the the, the train the, the sexy team I've been talking about there's always one ain't bought into Arkansas yet not after what I saw against Cincinnati couldn't put them guys away couldn't put them away. And they got a new quarterback starting. But, hey, they're going to challenge the ball. Hey, 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 Arkansas. Big suey. It's garbage. What kind is that, pig suey? It's just garbage. Okay? I'm taking Philly to go in and win the division. Number one, I'm going defense. I mean, look. Dallas, you know, their defense. I mean, first of all, Diggs ain't having 11. I don't even think Diggs cracks five, over five, Ooh. this year. I mean, all I've heard is getting burned up by a bunch of rookie receivers. If he thinks that waste some other way. <laughs> Devin Smith, A.J. Brown. I think also Philly's gone on the radar, what they've kind of done on defense. On paper, they have a better roster than Dallas. The only thing, which is a big thing in the National Football League, the only thing they ain't better at to this point is the quarterback situation. Dak's still the best quarterback in the division. Okay? Until I see Jalen Hurts really take that next step, and I can say, hey, that's a different guy than even I've seen on Saturday. Dak is still the best quarterback in the division. But with all that said, nobody wins it twice in the year, and McCarthy ain't built For this, He ain't built for this six months of, how do you feel about your job security? How do you feel about this? Have you thought about taking Zeke out of the starting lineup and going with Pollard? Did you hear what Jerry said on the show the other day? McCarthy going to gain his weight back. All that weight McCarthy lost in this offseason because he looks trimmer, okay? Hope he doesn't, but the stress-wise, don't be surprised by week 10, week 11 it's going to look like Mike McCarthy and hit about two, three all-you-can-eats during the week. It's going to be that late-night eating, okay? The boy that really packs on the pounds. The stress. Yeah, buddy. He ain't built for this, man. He'll be waking up in cold sweats and you're just going to see Sean Payton eating a bowl of ice cream right in the corner. He going, It's going to be like them damn Conjuring movies or Annabelle. Just going to be sitting there up in cold sweat and see Sean Payton just so with a head said, oh, wife going to say, are you all right, Mike? We need to go hustle." No, no, I'm all right. He ain't built for it, man. He's not. This ain't Wisconsin, man. This ain't Wisconsin. They stir soup down there. They go looking for stuff in DFW. They look for storylines. Anything could be with them. Mike, yeah. Well, you know, you went through this whole weight loss and everything. There was reports that you were spotted at the convenience store buying Ho-Hos and Twinkies. Can you talk about that? They'll dig up anything. He ain't built for it. Philadelphia. And they like because no, if it wasn't for nobody not winning this division, I probably would say, and I've picked Dallas before. They've let me down. I picked them last year. They wanted, but there's too many changes in the off season. They were limited to what they could do. I told you, this is the year that starts the Dak and Romo conversation, in my opinion, in regards to people look at it like, really, what is he looking for? Well, look, who was, who was Tony with? That starts here because trust me, half of them Dallas nation, that didn't want to give Dak that money. They got their pitchforks ready. I don't care if the defense is getting torched. I don't care if receivers are dropping balls. The bottom line of it is, it's going to be Dak's fault. And that's fine. I guess it comes with the territory. It comes with the territory. But that Dak contract is looking pretty much like a value about now, isn't it? With all these contracts coming out. It looked like Jerry still waited. Probably could have saved him more money if he would just done it years ago. But it still looks like he saved a little bit one 800 707 976 What you got? Really quick, what's the number on Philly? Philly what's is that the value? favorite. It's plus one. Let me let me fact check this. But yes, it's plus 120. That's the best. That's the favorite. That's considered the there favorite in that division. Dallas isn't too far behind plus 140. And that's flipped over the last months because Dallas was the betting favorite, and Philly was right behind him. And I guess the whole preseason, everything going on, and that number's flipped. Moving on. Um, let's go to the afc we got to do the afc east and west right correct okay let's move on to the afc east okay let's start at the very bottom probably one of the biggest numbers on the board okay i'm gonna start in third and i'm gonna start with the jets third or fourth dead last i'm sorry fourth sorry about that dead last the jets i you know i feel that they're going in the right direction I really do, but I think the Zach injury is going to set them back a little bit because you've got to wait now for about a month for he gets on the field. That puts them, especially with young receivers that they've got, um, they will definitely win, steal some games here and there, but somebody's got to finish last. They're at a plus 2,000 to win the division. Um I mean, you might as well just ride down the window and go throw $100 out the window, 1604, and then drive back and see if it's still there for you. That's really what that's about. If you're going to try to be cute and all take the odds, man, no. You might as well roll down the window, man. Jets, dead last. Sorry, Marty. Um, Also, keeping it moving, third place. You know, it's just stuff you don't do. And that's bet against the hoodie. Part of my respect for him got me caught up last year going on a limb and making them my AFC representative. They started off slower than I thought. They got hot middle way the season because the defense I thought was going to come. Because it's really about defense and, you know, spending the money. Bottom line is It smells like, you know, I'm going to enjoy the roses on the way out. This whole judge and Patricia offensive coordinator, I feel bad for Mac Jones. This could screw him. And this experiment, Bill's experimenting. Bill's like, man, I got six rings. I've always wanted to do this. Let's try it. Because Kraft ain't coming to do anything to fire me. Okay? His ass got a massage. He ain't doing nothing to me. But... They're going to finish third. The offense is going to be challenging. It's going to be challenging. And this is when the Boston media and the We Network out there, got a lot of respect for those guys. This is to see they turn up the heat a little bit. Turn up the heat. Like, hey, you had not spend money? Didn't spend money when Tommy was here? And what are we doing? They've got third. They're finishing third. And that's crazy. That's crazy. And this is not And me personally, in my opinion, this has nothing to do with this is what it is without Tom. You don't have to know what this has to do is with this is what happens when you have your model and you want to be frugal and cheap and not pay anybody. But yet and still, you miss on a lot of draft picks. This is the residue that's coming up. This is what when you look at what everybody else done in that division, the two teams I'm about to talk about. That you you just don't you in my opinion you can scheme but New England this year within division games against Buffalo and Miami they're taking a butter knife to a a machete fight I won't even say a gunfight but it's I'll say a machete crocodile crocodile Dundee style they taking a butter knife man they're gonna finish third second okay and 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 New England's plus five hundred by the way to win the division. But second is going to be the Miami Dolphins, and they're at a plus 425, okay? They're going to finish second. They're going to get a wild card spot. I believe Tua is a guy that performs when the pressure and the light's on, Um, offensively-wise. I mean, I've, I've seen what this coordinator's done with the 49ers, with Jimmy G., I think Tua has more upside to Jimmy G. And honestly, I think they're gonna have the fastest receiving core, one and two tandem in the league. And Waddle and Hill. I mean, they they get I mean, they get clocked. They get a ticket running through a twenty mile an hour school zone. That's how fast those guys are. They're gonna finish second and get a wild card spot, depending on Tua's health and everything. So the winner without a doubt, and and, and Bills are coming in at minus two thirty five to win the division. They are favored across the board. Like I said, Kansas City-Buffalo game, pick them. That's an arrowhead. Why the hell are they going down to Arrowhead? Kansas City should be coming to Buffalo. I mean, how did they've played them the last couple years in Arrowhead, and then on top of that, the playoff game. This is That's bullcrap. To the victor, go the, go the spoils. No, man, that's that golden boy. That's that golden boy. Call Patrick. He should be having to go to Orchard Park. at the, the rematch? Come on. You know, I just thought about that. They dropped the ball on that. I mean, come on. That game will be probably a pick if they're not favored. But Buffalo's going to win that division. And for our last division before we kick this thing off tomorrow is – how much time we got left? I might parlay this division to tomorrow. Three minutes. Yeah, let's parlay that one tomorrow. Save the best division for last. ha. <laughs> Only fitting. Probably the best. There's probably, and I've heard enough experts that I, I trust in. This is the best division quarterback in NFL history. The highest QBR ratings, the most passing yards in one division. This is probably the better, the best quarterbacks we've seen stocked in a four-team division in NFL, especially since the merger, and that was a long time ago. Okay must see tv there's going to be i wouldn't be surprised i don't know how many of there but i would say 70 80 percent of the afc matchups are going to be in prime time okay the chosen one in hibbert with his gunslinger coach i don't give a damn we play to win his fourth and five coach we're going for it he ain't gonna be the one to see him through he got one more year, and that's about it. He loses two games. If he lose more than two games by clock management Talking or, about Staley. Or, Staley, or going forward, he's gone. He's going to start having dreams and wake up and see Sean Payne with a bowl of Rocky Roads and Netflix menu up, and he's going to be waking up in cold sweats. There's going to be a lot of coaches that's going to be waking up with Sean in their dreams. Pause. Yeah. But this is a monster. And then you have Patrick Mahomes himself. Veteran coach, new toys, but Andy and them gonna figure it out. Defenses look very impressive. For, I can't lie. Kansas City defense, even though it's preseason, they've looked. I've always wondered where they're gonna look with Tyrell Matthews. Their defense of preseason looked pretty bad. Pretty good. Pretty damn good. It was a more story than the new weapons. And of course, you got one other rookie coach and Hackett. I'm older than that guy. That's crazy. Head coach. And you got Russ and I love it. How whatever reporter in Seattle, it's on the four letter. I was on. It, it's like, now there's a few days out. Now they want to come out with a story. Oh, how it deteriorated between. Don't try to turn the 12th man against him when he's coming home in the stadium. He built, how dare y'all stirring up suit. It's a mutual thing, man. Okay. Hell, if Lamar had a deadline, he moved to this Friday. Russ gave him two deadlines, two, three years ago. They didn't want to listen. Serve boy Pete. We'll get to that division tomorrow and take a peek also ahead of week two in college football. There's some interesting. I told you this weekend, I told you that Waco, that Baylor, and BYU, I think that's this weekend, if I'm not mistaken. We're definitely going to be talking about that game. That's a big test for Baylor on the road at night in BYU country. But that is a wrap for today. Special thanks to the producer of the show, Jonas Clark. Special thanks to Bartlett. it been the one and twos. San Antonio. Austin, Waco, Temple, Killeen, people in the Shaw City, people down in the whole 305 South Foot region, and my people down in Laredo. When that alarm goes off tomorrow morning before you hit the snooze button and before you're out the rack, just ask yourself. You're grinding. Peace. See you tomorrow.